I bet that shoe tastes better than the meat on that smoker looks. Amateur. And I <laughs> wanted to comment on this guy's post, being like, are you in the Barbecue Hall of Fame? Did you just win grand champion at this competition? Have you even ever put meat on a smoker? I doubt it. You gotta say it first. You said it last episode. I can. Uh, <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> now I'm not ready. Uh, welcome to cue the mic. Yeah, welcome to cue the mic. What he said. <laughs> I did it. Emma, I had it written uh, down last weekend or last week. Episode ten. Ten. We hit ten. double we digits. Whoa, double digits. Yeah, yeah I was just it. sitting here talking to Emma before we started about her, you know, uh, last week. I hope you got to listen to the, you know, the podcast and as Luke Dardell from Old Virginia mm-hmm. Smoke stood in as the Darren stand-in while I was doing the Virgil Ward thing, fishing the lakes of northern Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a fun episode. It's a fun episode. Um, it was yeah. a lot easier for me to start the episode. I'm not sure why. I was so nervous for no reason at all. But I mean, Emma was so excited for me to hear it. Of course, I don't normally listen. I don't normally listen to the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so this morning at three fifty in the morning, I get a message from Emma. I knew you'd saying, be awake. Hey, make sure you make sure you listen to this podcast. I was already and I listening. Di- I didn't re- and I didn't respond on purpose. Because I, I wanted to listen listening. to it, I was listening, so I listened in. So Luke, uh, Luke did a pretty good job. He's, you know, he's kind of still in the amateur podcast. Uh, no, it's okay, <laughs> he's a professional. But it, it was yeah. funny to see your inner. I didn't watch it; I just listened. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back to YouTube and check it out because your interaction with Luke reminds me of your mom's interaction with Luke. She kind of gets a little. <laughs> Just a cool guy. Just a little giddy. He's just a big old teddy bear. I was just nervous. And because you and my mom both think so highly of him, I didn't want to like, I didn't think I could mess it up, but I didn't want to like embarrass myself. But I think we did a pretty good job. Well, yeah. And you guys said you roasted me. I I, I didn't hear much roasting in there. Where was was, the roasting from? It was subtle stuff. Really? I didn't see Nothing more than yeah, yeah. I mean, I called him a. Prof- I said that I called him a real professional right off the get go, yeah. which is just a fact. Which That's which is I, true. Which yeah. is true. Um, and then there were some other ones. He said you're a nightmare. <laughs> I disagreed with that part, but I also didn't think you'd make it that far. He's so. also my. He's also my token Democrat friend. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's, it's funny. Up, it's it's funny. He brought political. up January sixth, and I you can kind of see I, it in I, my I, face. I heard my that. eyes, my eyes got a little big, and I was like, "Where? What are you gonna do? Where are you going with that?" There were a couple yeah. moments where I was like, "Oh, this is about to be thought, very daring of you," and I can't yeah, control I thought what's that, about to I happen. I thought that funny. It, it's funny. Luke and I have quite a few political conversations, and being kind of on one side or the other, what's what we both agree on is. 98% of everything 
we agree on. There's mm-hmm. a couple of things we disagree on, but we don't disagree. We just agree to disagree. And yeah. so it's a very healthy relationship. And I think if, yeah. if more people could have that relationship um, and oh. have intelligent conversation back and forth about the state of affairs in life, but that's not the way it works in the real world, but it and is the way with Luke and I. Yeah, we don't need to get too much more into it after that. Um, <laughs> yeah, when he did January 6th, I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely nervous. I was like, I was. It was a cat- It was a catastrophic event at the Capitol. Oh my mm. God, people! No, I'm not it, even getting into it. it. A, yeah, let's not. He watches too much CNN. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> he did say that we should do an episode, the three of us, which would be entertaining. I think. Well, I think I he should that, be. Honestly, I, I was, I was thinking who we could find to be my fill-in next week. This is yeah. pretty easy. Oh, I just geez. set up something. Hey, call Emma. Here's her contact information. Why don't you run honestly. the podcast? I thought I thought it worked out great. Yeah. Um, I didn't really learn was, anything though. That that was well, that's it kind wasn't of, necessarily. It was. I wanted his point of view on things that we have talked about with you. Yeah. Which I think we got. You know. I just like to. I just like to teach people about business, though. That's kind of an important part. I'm not sure how we're going to fit it in today with the agenda we've kind of typed out, but we're going to try and figure out because I think that's an important part as I talk to people. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. inquisitive about running a business. Yeah. Well, and, and, and he and I talked more about the content side of doing that stuff, which I think's good and people need. Yeah. But... I do think you kind of want to be him. That comment I still stand by. Okay. Yeah, I well, do. You you want to yeah. know why I want to be Luke Darnell? Why? Because I'd like to play golf five days a week, work <laughs> about a day. Did you not hear him? He skipped out on the beach to do some caterings because he is he dedicated. Is so full of crap, Emma. You you're <laughs> just like your you're just like your mom, mother. You believe anything Luke Darnell says. Oh. Skip the beach. While you were out fishing, he was working. Oh, I bet you I accomplished more in my mind than he will in a month. Take in that, Luke now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. You know what we should do is we should do an episode with you two and my mom. Now, mm. that would be an experience for everybody involved. Yeah, no kidding. But it would be. I'm yeah. sitting here drinking. I'm sitting here drinking a a Diet Mountain Dew. The Not date, sponsored. The date. Yeah. Yeah. I still like to drink a Diet Mountain Dew occasionally. I like you have the, to say that uh, nowadays. Is it, is it aspartame? Yeah, I love. You that. can no. get you can get flagged for not mentioning branding on TikTok and like get your videos taken down. Oh. So. So anyway, yeah. September September eleventh September eleventh, my birthday. It's got it's my birthday. Mm. September eleventh, dated. That's the expire by date. I'm pretty sure I'll have it drank That's by then. Such a then, fun fact. Yeah, mm. fun fact. Okay, what are we talking about? What day? Well, it's just kind of a catch up, you know. Talk catch about up? Luke's episode a little bit. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in weeks. It feels like. Well, you know, we had we World spent Pork some Expo. time together today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we did. Had World, we had work. World Pork Expo. So World Pork Expo yeah. is always a challenge. You know, we talked about in the past mm-hmm. that you come out, 
uh, right off graduation, off five weeks of graduation season, and you go right into Pork Expo. And Emma and mm-hmm. Shayla and Jim in the kitchen and a bunch of staff, they all killed it as always, like they normally mm-hmm. do. Um, I think we catered, I don't know, how many hospital, how many caterings do we do out there? 20-some? Yeah, I think 22. I, 22 caterings. Mm-hmm. Um, on site. Yeah, yeah, a couple of tents, but it was good. In a few few days um but knocked it out of the park used to be a big big thing and we yeah. kind of downsized it a little bit and um for the better you know the hardest yeah. thing about pork expo is you know you got customers that think they're going to feed 250 people mm. when realistically they're only going to feed 120 but you got to be prepared that if they do have mm-hmm. 250 people that they're paying for 250 people so Let's just say yeah. we, we end up with lots of leftovers that go to different places and, and support the local, you know, kind of pantries and, and yep. missions and things like that. So it's always it's always a good thing. It's a lot of prep, and you when you get done, you're like, wow, that's a lot of waste because not only do we have to, you know, it, yeah. not only do we have to make all that stuff, you know, we had to produce it, we had to buy it, we mm-hmm. had to produce it, we had to make it, we had to heat it up. We had to deliver it to the customer, and then we haul, had to haul it all back out. And so, so yeah. it's tough, and we get better every year at it, predicting. But still, you got to be prepared. If a customer wants to feed 250 people, you need to be able to feed 250 people. So, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of a tough thing with all catering. We've talked about mm-hmm. portion sizes many times, and you know, you just have to know the crowd and what's going on. Yeah. So, it was a lot busier uh, this year than it has been the last couple of years. Um, but I don't think as many people had necessarily like open tents for food. So we didn't get rid of as much as we could have. I used to kind of do all the booking for that and set the master Mm -hmm. plan and everything. And I kind of turned that over and made Shayla do that starting a few years ago. And so now my extent of pork expo is, uh, making up a list of production stuff, which I screwed up this year and produced yeah, like 400 pounds too much pork loin, but that's okay. You we sold job. it all. We sold it all. We cut it in half, yeah. crowd backed it, sold like hotcakes. Uh, people, did. customers got crazy good deal. It was crazy good pork mm-hmm. loin. So we got it rid was. of that. We covered our cost. Um, that everybody got a good deal. Where else can you buy a half mm-hmm. a pork loin for 20 bucks? Five bucks, five pounds. That was like four bucks a pound. Yeah. If I was you, Emma, I would have been stocking those in my freezer. You can't eat, you I, can't eat that protein any cheaper than that. Well, it's not on my list, so I didn't, but I did cheat a little bit one day because I, you did. I made a really bad fish. It's like really bad. Probably the, one of the worst things I've ever made in my life. And I was starving. And Shayla's like, I stole your little pork loin. And I was like, you know what? Because I'm so hungry and we still have so long to go, I am going to eat that. And it was delicious and worth every bite. But <laughs> it was tough. Yeah, so so anyway, this so is... my ex- my extent now is either making that list and then I go out on Tuesday and I kind of listen to the plan they got and, mm-hmm. you know, what's their plan? And, you know, I mean, it seems like I yeah. don't even have to go out on Tuesday anymore. It seems like they got it handled and No, yeah, we have a pretty good system and... now. Yeah. It was – so I've been doing the expo for, I think, eight or nine years. Uh because I used to do it a lot in high school with my mom and uh, stuff. This year was the best weather we've ever had, and it was crappy weather. Like, it rained on Wednesday, but it was 60 degrees and 
delightful compared to normally. I fry so bad at the expo. So this year, I was pumped until, I guess, Thursday morning when it was 60, raining, wind was blowing in my face, and I wanted to go home, but we powered through. Powered through. Um, nobody nobody yeah, quit. Yeah, the first time I've never been sunburned. Yeah, as, a as I was, self. let's see, Thursday, I was uh, on my way to Canada, got a stop at my favorite Gordy's Hi-Hat. Um, if you've never <laughs> been to Gordy's Hi-Hat, it's, a, it's an old-school walk-up kind of hamburger joint um that has been around forever and ever and ever and it's kind of they have a cool process people are lined out the door mm-hmm. i mean they are huge they're up in cloquet minnesota and mm-hmm. you walk and they have a burger and double burger pizza burger they also have fish sandwich they have a, a pretty wide variety of menu but they come up and mm-hmm. they they take your order and give you a number you don't pay for anything huh. and then when you come to pick up your order you pay for it at that time Interesting. Why do you think and that is? I don't know. It's maybe if people change their mind and say, oh, by the way, I wanted this or whatever. I'm not sure. Or it may be I got to meet Gordy a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably passed away now. Um, we'll have to look that up. But, it, you know, I walked up and here's this old, old guy at the counter. Mm-hmm. And and I looked, I'm like, I looked at the picture on the wall of Gordy and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that's Gordy. And pretty soon here comes this young kid. Mm-hmm. And and you could tell it was his grandson. He goes, hey, Grandpa, you you done taking orders? You want to sit down for a little bit? And Gordy's like, no, I think I'm good. And he just, he was slow, and he was just, you could tell he was holding up progress. And pretty soon, while I'm waiting in line, I'm hearing this, and mm-hmm. I'm just taking it all in. Because when I walk into a place like that, I want to replicate it, and I'm just taking in every single detail. And pretty soon, here comes his son, Gordy's son. Mm-hmm. And said, "Hey, Dad, you uh, you ready to take a break yet? Let, let's just go ahead and get you a cup of coffee, Dad. Whoa, just get done. I'll get done with this next order." And they were just trying to get him out of the window, even though you could tell that was his love. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be in the window, and so it's just that that whole history thing. But they serve a very simplistic um, burger, just on a great bun. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just everything about it is just amazing, and I. I you know, it's like the old style drive-in, not drive-in, yeah. kind of drive-in, but, you, you know, you order at the counter, but they got, mm-hmm. you know, six people on a grill behind it just cooking burgers as fast as they can and, and fish sandwich, walleye, they make a walleye sandwich, but it's a diner's drive-ins and dive mm-hmm. place, so oh. they've been on diner's right on. drives, and I, I've never seen the episode. I need to go look that up on YouTube and mm-hmm. check it out, but Gordy's Hi-Hat, it's a must-stop for us. It's just old school, and I think, you know, they just simplistic menu, and they just keep been killing it for years. Would you say it's, have you, you've been to the canteen, right, in Hesomor? Yeah. I, you, have, would you say it's kind of like that style, or... A little More bit. of like bebops when you want to no, walk No, no, up. no, 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 no. Like, no, not like bebops, but yes, yeah, somewhat of the canteen. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, your order at the counter, and I haven't been there mm-hmm. in years, but, um, it, you know, it's an institution, and I think that's something to be mm-hmm. said for food, that food like that that is easy to make and a very mm-hmm. simplistic menu, but, but still good. Yeah. And consistent every time has tested, you know, you look at a restaurant that's been around for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, 
They're mm-hmm. that type of restaurant. You know, they just, yeah. they bring something. And, and especially that, because they're in northern Minnesota, there is nothing. Right. And everybody stops. I mean, they have a parking lot so huge. And you go out and you're like, oh, the line's 25, 30 yards long. Ah, don't worry about it. You know, it only takes 10 minutes. Yeah. And it does. It takes 10 minutes. They make homemade That's pretty good. homemade raspberry shakes and just Ooh. just all kinds of great stuff. I just can't. It's always closed when I come back through. <laughs> so I get to stop again, but I mean it's worth it. I drive I drive from Des Moines just to go there for lunch, hmm. and that's about seven hours. Oh my god! You'd have to leave the second you woke up. Well, not really with you, but not really. Yeah, I I don't go that far north ever, but maybe I will. Because that fun. sounds like something I would like. Yeah, I love really burgers. Good. Good solid, yeah. good solid burger. But otherwise, had a catch a lot of fish. Caught a lot of fish. We uh, oh, that's good. I think we I think we set a record this year. We um, used we bought a hundred and fifteen dozen minnows. So I mean, so when we lot. started the week off, we were catching like two hundred fish a person per day. No, f- no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's trust so me, much. I got the I, I got the minnow bill to. You know, mental so bill to, that I can produce, but yeah, I'm, I'm, we easily, easily caught way over two thousand fish for the week. I mean, it's just, it was just crazy catch and release, just great action. Nungusser Lake Lodge is just an amazing place. We've been going there for twenty five years, and it's just, it's a trophy lake, so you can only mm-hmm. keep two fish under eighteen inches to eat, and so it's just amazing fishing. We had cool weather. We had hot, 85 degree, no breeze out Ooh. in the middle of a lake weather to wake it's... up to 40 degrees with steam coming across the lake Ooh. and wind blowing the next day. So, I mean, it's we saw a little bit of everything, never rained, mm-hmm. which was great, That's even good. though we wore a rain suit half the time just to keep the wind off of us. But mm-hmm. um, overall, great trip, cooked a lot of great food. You know, we always cook a huge breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we have to have biscuits and gravy a couple times. We've got to have corned right. beef hash, um, pancakes one morning. Ooh. I made a little concoction with a sausage patty with bacon and then poured pancake batter all over the mm-hmm. top of it. And it was as big, over bigger in the plate. We had to use two spatulas to turn it. And then when it got mm-hmm. come out, I put American cheese on it and I put two uh, soft basted eggs on top of it. It was just like yeah. killer good. <sighs> Feels like a form of torture, I honestly. And then at night, we, we, we always cook fish multiple different ways. So we always have appetizers, kind of mm-hmm. like uh, where we take walleye and we boil it and poach it for just a few mm-hmm. minutes. And then we mix it with ketchup and horseradish. And we take English muffins and cut them into, uh, cut them into four, drizzle it with olive mm-hmm. oil, put steak seasoning, make crostinis out of it. And then we yeah. put this this uh, kind of a shrimp cocktail, but made with walleye on top of it. We call it Christini's. And then uh, Justin, one night I said, hey, I wonder if like chicken salad and tuna salad, I wonder if walleye would work. So we poached up some walleye, mixed it with some mayo and some green onions, some spices and whatever. And we had walleye salad on crackers. It was really good. And then we only fry fish once. We grilled it. We baked it. We blackened it. We, of course, have date night on Wednesday night where we... Uh, have wagyu steaks oh okay 
date, date nights when everybody actually takes a shower. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so you go all week and, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to smell oh, like yeah. fish, right? So why take mm-hmm. a shower every day when you're just going to smell like fish? Hmm. Yeah. Men are weird. It's a guy thing. Yeah. That is 100% a guy thing. So we, oh. date nights years ago, we used to go into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, on date night, and uh, we'd go party with the locals and stuff. Well, now we can't go into town because we're portaging in, so it's quite a trip mm-hmm. to get into town. And so, but it's still date night. Wednesday is always date night. That's fun. Kind of jealous of all the food you had. Oh yeah, we had amazing food. And then, yeah, that so then good. we get on the. Uh, I have I started a few years ago that I wanted to cook this barbecue contest in State Center. It's a it's a small little mm-hmm. town contest in Iowa, and and so years ago I talked the guys instead of leaving really early on Friday morning out of camp that we left mm-hmm. Thursday afternoon and we drove to International Falls, and I always said, hey, you guys come along, <clears throat> I'll buy your hotel rooms and I'll buy your dinner if you come out of camp a half a day early. And, of course, they all agree to that. And mm-hmm. so we went to International Falls on Thursday afternoon, get there Thursday night, had dinner at a local, well, it was a hotel, brand-new hotel, really nice hotel, but had a mm-hmm. restaurant that had just opened up, and they were they were struggling a little bit. Um, yeah. the, food was de- the food was decent, but they were struggling mm-hmm. with the execution, and you could tell they'd only been open a yeah. few weeks. But um, it was fun, and then Friday morning – Got up bright and early, 3.50 a.m., I think it was. Got on the road uh, by 5. Stopped at my favorite place in northern Minnesota to they make a cranberry wild rice bread. And so I have all these little things that we've been doing for years that it's like we love to do. Um, mm-hmm. So we stopped and uh, I said, we're not going to eat breakfast. We didn't have time. We're just going to get a loaf of bread. I'm like, oh, I really want this because they serve it with, like, homemade strawberry preserves. So I'm like, hey, can I get some toast yeah. to go? <laughs> so we got toast to go, and and it was just so good. But landed back in Des Moines at 1.30 in the afternoon, and I had nothing ready for the contest. No no meat prepped. I didn't. I had to go to the restaurant and get ribs. I didn't have any supplies. None of my sauce was made. The trailer wasn't loaded. No charcoal. No nothing. I was starting from ground zero. <laughs> and when I pull in the driveway, I had a plan that if I could just get out of there by two o'clock or by in two hours, by trimming mm-hmm. all my meat at home and stuff, I'd be ready to go. Well, I pull in the driveway and here's the grandkids. Ah. Wanted, to see, wanted to see Papa. So that plan mm-hmm. went out the table. Kind of played with them just for a little bit. And then I went to the restaurant. I was going to be at the restaurant for 10 minutes. Of course, I was there for an hour and a half. Yeah, that never happens. And, and then I get back and uh, get everything loaded in the trailer. And finally, 4.30, we're on our way to State Center, Iowa. So, you know, we're arriving between 5, 5.30. They got a place reserved for us on the end. We pull in. I get my meat inspected. I start instantly trimming meat and trying to knock it all out. So I got that all done by about 7.30 and... And uh, I was pretty beat by then. We had some friends that had a little potluck, so I went over there, had one little drink, and I said, I'm out. Sherry went to the bar with a couple other barbecue buddies. I'm like, hey. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm like, see ya. So <laughs> I went back, and I crashed. 
In bed by and nine. Then, well, I'm in bed by nine. Been up since three o'clock in the morning, so it was yeah. it was kind of crazy. And so then we cooked the contest, you know, and we mm-hmm. had all kinds of all kinds of issues. You know, normally we don't have a lot of issues go wrong, but you know, we get to chicken turn in and. I get ready to take my chicken off the pit, and of course, when you cook it, I I cook it, and then you put it in a pan and you steam it to make mm-hmm. the skin tender. Well, sure. I open up the pan. I had only cooked nine pieces of chicken because I didn't want to trim twelve because it was going to take too long. So I trim nine pieces of chicken. I open it up, and five of my nine, the top skins are blown all over. They just blew apart, and they look like hell. I'm like, well, this is good. And, and I looked at Sharon, I'm like, wow, what do we want to do here? And she's like, ah, have you seen some of these boxes people turn in? They look like crap. Just put the put the six best in the box. Let's go. So that's what we did. Put the six six in the box. Two of them just totally blown out skins on top. Look like hell. Turned them in. Third place chicken. And then, matter. you know, we get calls in ribs. Ribs kind of went okay, except for I... Mm-hmm double sauced them for some reason sherry looked like what are you doing why why did you just do that and i'm like i don't know i just forgot how evidently so anyway (laughs) by the time i I used the same sauce Mm -hmm. well by the time i got to pork i'm halfway through pork turn in and i run out of barbecue sauce so i don't have any barbecue sauce and so i'm like well i'm just scraping sauce off the cutting board trying to get enough sauce on the pork to turn it in which it wasn't as much as i wanted to put on there but turned it in i think we got i don't know seventh place pork something like that sixth Mm -hmm. place and then come to brisket and i'm like okay we've had enough problems so i opened my brisket it's it's beautiful i put a little sauce on top of it put it back in the cooker for about five minutes just to make kind of a fake bark on it and Mm -hmm. i i pull it out and i slice it a really good brisket and then mm-hmm. I go to grab the sauce to put a little sauce on the back of the brisket slice, and my sauce is gone. And I'm like, what'd you do with my sauce, Sherry? I said, it was right here. And she goes, I didn't touch your sauce. I'm like, well, it's either here on the table or it's in the crock pot where you keep it warm in a bottle. We, we keep a crock pot little mm-hmm. competition tip if you... Uh, ever want to keep your sauce warm just take a just take a crock pot and put about an inch of water in the bottom then put your bottles of sauce in there first thing in the morning and it heats them up and then you can turn go by every once in a while and turn them over and that way your sauce is always hot you don't have to heat it up you don't have to put it in the pit it's just just a great little tip that i stole from a guy um and so i couldn't find my sauce and i'm like the clock is ticking i'm like uh mm-hmm. what are we gonna do here and i said and I didn't have any other sauce in the trailer. And I'm like, okay, I really want to put sauce on this brisket. So we had about five minutes left to turn in. So I said, I'll be right back. She goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going next door. I'll borrow some sauce. So I went over to Jeff from Chicken and Grin, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, you got any extra brisket sauce? I don't even know what he uses for brisket sauce. didn't matter. It was brisket sauce, right? Mm-hmm. And he does well in brisket. So I borrowed some sauce from him, come back. Went in, turning in, ended up getting a top ten call in brisket too, and we end up winning the contest. And you know, yeah, so yeah, you do. And Griffin, my good luck grandson, him and Henley both showed mm-hmm. up before awards. My dad was there. My sister, they all just came up to hang out, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, whole family so, affair. Whole family affair. Once when we went to awards, Griffin was 
Griffin was excited. I, I get that third place calling chicken. I said, hey, Griffin, you want to go to the stage with me? He goes, yeah, yeah. So he runs up to the stage and stands in front, and he gets ready to take his picture, and he's like, cheese. You know, it's just cute as hell. And so <laughs> anyway, then we get a call. He said, Griffin got another call. He ran to the stage. By the time we got to brisket, he was on stage long before I even got there. He just instantly knew what to do. He went and grabbed the check, grabbed the ribbon, and was getting his picture taken before I got there. Natural. So I think he's addicted. So um, this start him young. Com- this competition barbecue thing that I thought was maybe coming more to an end may have to go on for another fifteen or twenty years. Yeah, never gonna stop. You really never thought it was stop. coming to an end? Come on. No, we keep yeah. talking about that. We've been doing it for twenty years, and it's just you know it's kind of like competition barbecue is kind of like the restaurant to me. So mm-hmm. I'm talking to so I'm talking to our neighbor at the restaurant mm-hmm. today. He's in over at lunch, and I'm sitting there, and I'm very rarely there at lunch, but I happen to be there at lunch. I said, "Hey, Mike, what's going on?" Whatever, and he says, "Hey, just just catching up, you know." So we're sitting there talking about whatever, and we sat there and talked for a half hour, and just that. And he goes, "You know what amazes me? What?" And he goes, "I met you 13 years ago when you moved into this into this current location." He mm-hmm. says. I think you're more excited about the barbecue business now than you were then. Hmm. And, and I think he's probably right. I'm probably, there's so much more to accomplish and there's so much more to improve and do that. It's like, there's just not enough hours in the day and not enough getting enough people on the right track to, you know, if we could implement all my ideas, who, but it's just having time, just having time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, successful weekend. Um, you did get a nice little shout out from the local, a different local um, news outlet this week. That was fun. Um, yeah, so, so Andy Fails, who's been a, a big fan of Smokey D's over the years at WHO TV mm-hmm. 13, he he went up and did a a segment on yeah. On Smokey, or well, he did a segment on the barbecue is, contest yeah, at the on Rose the Festival, and he mentioned the Hall of Fame, and he mentioned, you know, that I was coming to town, and he, he kind of joked at the end, and and he said, even if you know, even if Darren cooked his shoe, it'd probably be good enough to eat, or something along those lines, and mm-hmm. so we kind of, when I had the, you know, early mm-hmm. on Saturday morning, when I had my ribs on the pit, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get Andy Fails back here, so I took a put, took off my took off my dudes and put right next to the rib, just kind of a fun picture. I said, Hey, and Andy, in case you're by for lunch, yours is ready and things like that. And we posted it on the internet and it, we did. It kind of went crazy. It did kind of go crazy. Um, (laughs) I, I love when your posts do this, but also I don't, uh, we hit a million, we've reached a million people, which that is a very rare thing to do, especially in the time that we have done it. Um, so I'm a little surprised. I actually was super surprised today when I saw that. Um, but the comments on this post win, win the day. Well, there were good and bad ones. Um, yeah, so she, so we're talking about this earlier, and Emma's telling me about how she's having to hide all these comments. I'm like, who's saying something bad enough that you need to hide a comment? Because, you know, the fact of the matter is, that's the only people read Facebook. It isn't for the 
content. It's it's and that's why they read the news. That's why they read mm-hmm. everything online. It's for the stupid comments that people make on posts of like, "Do you live a real life?" Yeah, you know, and it's like people just, take things super seriously, and I'm like, "Really? Can you can't tell it was a joke?" Yeah, and I'm just one of those people where I just naturally have learned to hide them because I just. I don't want more notifications about it, to be honest. I don't like I still when don't, threads I still start. Don't underst- I still don't understand why you keep notifications on, but because that's a whole different Because we get story. a lot of DMs. I got to be ready at all times. I did have to <laughs> mute them for a little bit because it was getting there for a while. It was getting pretty, pretty crazy. Um, but, tell, but, but tell them the one, tell them the one like the, <laughs> the, the fecal matter one. Okay. Yeah, so no. we had a couple of negative ones. We had some really funny ones, I'm not going to lie. A lot of our people, like you could tell which people knew us and understood the joke, and then you could tell the people that once it started to really catch some traction, like it reached outsiders that didn't understand it was a joke. Um, so we had one comment from this person, and I just, hold on, let me pull it up. I just couldn't I couldn't believe what I was reading. Um, there was quite a bit like this. But he commented, I heard of a study recently that virtually 100% of shoes tested had, or 100% of shoes tested had high levels of fecal matter on the sole. Now there's a food for thought. And I was like, dude, really? You got too much time on your hands if you're reading studies like that. Well, and plus I take a, you know, I had my ribs on the smoker and then right in the corner where you would never ever put food because it was right on the corner, I staged the shoe. Yeah. And I just, you know, you're lucky you're doing my social media, Emma. I know. Because my response, my response would have been, would have been, hey, pull down your mask, it's smothering you. Yeah, that's not good either. <laughs> well, and somebody commented on this guy's post before I hit it. And that's when I, one of the, I don't ever want to comment. Sometimes I really do. Uh, this was one of the instances where I really wanted to comment back. So under that comment was a guy that said, I bet that shoe tastes better than the meat on that smoker looks. Amateur. And I <laughs> wanted to comment on this guy's post being like, are you in the Barbecue Hall of Fame? Did you just win grand champion at this competition? Have you even ever put meat on a smoker? I doubt it. Like, stay out of the comments, man. Why didn't you? In- because I am a chicken. Come on. And I don't... And I, see, I like to make us look positive. Like, we ignore the haters. I should yeah, be more think, like Wendy's. But, but, think, but think how much people... I mean, I go to a bar when I'm in Florida, mm-hmm. and they put all their one-star reviews out. They got this special scrolling thing of one-star reviews yeah. with their little response at the bottom to them. And it's just so funny. It's just entertainment it, because that's what it is. I mean, people. It is. People, we've talked about people are just keyboard cowboys. Right. But they, they're doing this to get a reaction out of you. And I just sometimes don't want to give them that satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Don't, I be, just wanna... don't be serious with them. Well, no. Don't give but them like, that reaction. Give them a smart ass, like, you know, because like but my they thing. They want a about... response so they can keep it going. That's how like, it works. Oh, well, so so my, my response to the fecal matter would, you ought to see mm-hmm. the amount of phosphates and MSG that go into this meat that we put in front yeah. of judges. No, <laughs> it's going to kill them long before yeah. fecal matter will. Yeah, and we had, and I started looking at all of these people's profiles because we got probably 20 
to 30 negative comments that I was like, you guys need to do something of, with your out life. Out of how many? Out of how out many? Out of 100. But I was like, you guys need something better to do. There was one person that said, you know, posting a picture of your dirty hay dudes in your barbecue pit is ignorance at its finest. And then it proceeded to call us morons. They're from Texas. It's like, you're not even, you don't even understand what just happened. Like, just stay out of it. I don't, I don't know why you felt the need to comment. Go tend to your rabbits. Because <laughs> they're some rabbit trivia or something. Like, I was so over it. You think he's and breeding rabbits? I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something. But then, some of these comments were hilarious. I think one that won me was, now that's some soul in your food. Uh, after your whole, like, soul man thing. Yeah. Um, or that, that looks like some real soul food. That's still alive. I thought those were pretty. That's still alive and well on the barbecue circuit. Yeah. But, and it, it showed. Um, somebody commented, looks like he added a well done steak. Uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Or way to bring, bring it home and not wind up a heel. That's just funny stuff. Like, (laughs) all these shoe puns. Talk about putting your foot into it. That one. That one was there. Um, and we got a lot of filet de soles and stuff like that. I was like, you guys. You guys are clever. <laughs> so I was having a good laugh. And that was on Saturday. I was having a good laugh on Saturday. And then on Sunday, it was just hater after hater. Hater after like, hater. It's Father's Day. Can you guys do something else? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Get Leave a this life. Alone. Yeah. Get a life. Um. But there's something but yeah. to be said for authentic, funny content. Yeah. Right? It's just, yeah. you know. I agree. It, it's like you continually we try and figure out how to do that on a daily basis so we're not serious. Because people don't necessarily want to see serious from a marketing no. standpoint. They want to see fun stuff. They yeah. want to see stupid stuff. Right. And the fact that that post has reached 1.1 million people has 20 shares. 40,000, almost 40,000 post engagements, which is a lot um, compared to our normal, like your grand champions one only reached 11,000 people. Huh. So it's Must just, have posted it too early. We posted it at 5, 10 p.m. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was no, talking no, about No, no, I haven't even own. posted the other one. Oh, You yeah. didn't send it to me. You we posted get, the brisket You, you can decipher one. off my... You yeah. can make one up. You can decipher off my post and right, but the one, but the shoe one, we posted at eight thirty in the morning, and all hell broke loose. So <laughs> you learned it was eight thirty on a Saturday. Everybody's hanging yeah. around doing nothing. That's when I post all of our stuff. Yeah. I started posting at eight in the morning on Saturday. We don't reach people like that. You gotta so you gotta irritate them. I've learned you either make them laugh or you piss them off. And that's how you get. Okay, let's try that. That's 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 the goal for this week. We we're have to make it. them laugh. I'm not gonna no, piss. No, them we're off. gonna piss them off. We're gonna piss them no. off. Let's try it. I can't. Okay, I let's can't make do two. That. Let's make two posts. One that makes them laugh, and one that pisses them off. If we do, but then all of the, you have to remember, I can't take the bean comments. This is why I couldn't be famous. I even struggle to be acquainted with famous people at this point. Well, you're As famous now that you had you had Luke Darnell on this podcast. Hopefully, 
Um, he said it's my podcast, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I was thinking uh, we're going to have a drinking game every time you say, um. Yeah. I'm aware. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I As just I was can't li- get. Because I, I, I never I, listened. And I never noticed it. I until I was listening to it, and all of a sudden, I've been you're trying like, to break um, this habit for I'm like, 15 years. I'm going to have I this. I can't. Um, I'm the same thing. I never finish a sentence. Just ask Sherry. She, she, oh, I, ne- I never finish a sentence. Yeah, right. Yeah. But. Oh, well. Yeah. What else? Mm. Any other shitty situations going on? Use a word. That's just cruel. That is just cruel, and you know. Emma's having a few sewer issues at home. Yeah, my plumbing's, and she's plumbing's getting, causing some problems. She's, she's kind of getting getting uh, maybe not abused, but by taking advantage of because she's a 24-year-old single homeowner. And oh, they don't know that. I try to, if I try to make it look uh, like. No. I try to make it look like that somebody else lives there. I don't do a great job, but. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, leave I, shit They've been doing a pretty good job of, like, recognizing. I don't think they're taking advantage of me as much as they could have. Yeah. So, because, anyway, if you, if you ever have yeah. uh, your sewer system backing up into your bathtub, you tub. probably, tub, probably call got a, plumber. a problem. Probably ought to call yeah. a plumber. Yeah, even if it is at 10 p.m. at night and you call everyone you know asking, do you guys know a plumber? Fun fact, nobody in my family knows a plumber, which is really weird because we know somebody for everything else. Yeah. So it was, I mean, Emma bought this house how many years ago? Uh, it'll be two, two in two? July. Yeah. Two. two two years ago, the age of 22, she branches out and does, I think, the right thing. She buys her first house. Oh, yeah. Buy her, I buy still herself. stand by my decision. I still yourself. stand by my but decision. Now, but now she's now she's starting to see the benefits of homeowner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean... I spent so much money getting so many trees removed this last fall. Now I'm all, get my backyard all figured out. Just dropped a lot of money on that. And now we're inside. So all my problems outside were getting solved. Now we're inside. Just oh, no, find out problem, part of my problem you're, outside you're, is, out, is, is what outside. caused the inside problem. doesn't help. I don't have a basement. Um, yeah, so, but, but the one, adulthood. the one thing, remember, keep all yeah. those receipts, right? Oh yeah. Keep all those receipts. So when you go to sell that house and upgrade, mm-hmm. right. And you think you probably at this point, you'll never do that, but you will. When you go to upgrade, then all of a sudden, when you have all this profit that you're making on this house, mm-hmm. then you can offset that by these costs. So think of these are, oh, yeah. you're just offsetting future profits for tax purposes. Oh, I already know that. I already know that. My house got assessed really well. I already feel like I'm making a profit off of it. But, yeah, yeah, it's very eye-opening. A very eye-opening experience. So what else is going on? Anything? No. Um, I I guess, I think the reason why this um, situation sucks so bad is because I bought plane tickets the same day it happened. Because I'm going back to Italy, and she's oh. excited about Italy. If I she am. gets her, if she gets her time off approved, I already talked to Sherry about it, so I think <laughs> I think I'm oh, well, setting pretty well, good. Then, then it must be, 
must be approved. But yeah, she likes Emma likes to travel and I like yeah, I do like to travel. It's just nice that I have I going to Europe twice in 3 years is kind of insane, I feel like for a lot of people. It's insane for me. I'm surprised I'm doing it, but then you got friends over there. It helps. You only live there. You only live once, right? Exactly. And I'm in my 20s. I just have to worry about my house and my dog. Both of those checked off already. Yeah. So, boom. Why and not? Our social, and our social media will go to hell and nobody will respond to anything that week. Yeah, but, it's fine. but I, I all gotcha. of our posts gotcha. will be scheduled. All of our posts will be scheduled. You might even you might not get any DMs. I can go weeks without getting a DM. I don't even read them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Be fine. You don't have to. That's why you pay me. That's right. Okay. That's a day off. Well, I feel like we weren't very educational. No, but we it was good conversation. We just caught up. Those are okay yeah. sometimes. Caught up. Okay. But next time, let's get down to some nuts and bolts of the restaurant. We gotta figure let's out get some down more. To business. We gotta get down to you business. Miss, People aren't here to sit in there and listen to me and you talk and chatter. They're here to Some people might like that get, actually. Get some uh some tips and tricks, you know. I'm and by the way, I did only did two uh two rubs, two sauces on all the meats, except for that brisket sauce, cause I'm not sure what was in it. So Right. Um but for the most part, two rubs, two meats, still working. Been in the top five three times with a grand. Um it would have been four times if I wouldn't overcook my brisket in the other one. So I'm really excited to kind of carry that trend forward and mm-hmm. Making barbecue simplistic again. Yeah. Where's the next competition? So everyone can be on the lookout for it. Uh, you know, I mean, I haven't been to Florida in a while. So I think uh, next week is uh, we'll be in Minnesota at a lake mm-hmm. with friends. And then uh, we have to come home for a wedding for a day. And then I'm going to fly to Florida for a week. Okay. So no barbecue competitions. So no barbecue competitions. I think we'll be in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, in the middle of July, and then Emmitsburg, Iowa, I believe at the end of July, and then we're going to go from there, but I'm not very good about planning. I got signed up for the KCBS Invitational today. I need to get the American Mm -hmm. Royal today signed up, and then we'll be off and running. Yeah, that's a big one. All right, well, I think that's all we got. That's it for now. Episode 10 of Cue the Mic. Make sure you guys like, subscribe follow hit that notification bell if you're watching on youtube so you can get notified um on mondays when we post and then uh if you're listening turn on your notifications on spotify and apple podcasts and all those places too so you guys can get notified on and if mondays. you don't and if you don't have any of that then just leave us comments about what you want to talk about because mm-hmm. content is the hardest part of this job yes yeah, send them and in dms so, comments yeah Story replies, whatever you guys want. I'll I mean, I be can monitoring. Give, I can, here, I'll give you Emma's phone number in case Don't you have any. Don't even think about it. Oh, okay. Oh, Luke Darnell just called me while I was uh, gone. I'll have to call Probably Luke Darnell to tell back. you about how great he, our podcast was. Right. How he can't wait to have me co-host one of his. Hear that, or he's got a catering question that he can't figure out. Yeah, maybe a food truck problem. Who knows? Right. I'm here All for right. it. Okay. All right. So that was episode ten of Cue the Mic. See you guys later. We're out of here.